For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is Tom and Bach. Coming at you live from Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Tom Stevens. You know, we failed, but uh, I thought it was a great effort. I thought that the plan was laid out uh, perfectly. Jake Bakoven. I'm not sure I get my point across um, properly. I'm sure I don't do a good job of explaining what I mean. Tom and Bach starts now. Hey, look at us go. Already into the 1 o'clock hour, the show is flying by. It's interesting what you talk about sometimes during the break. We were going to discuss Nebraska basketball. And everybody to a man, I think their favorite player is already Breidenbach. For me, it is. Uh, there were a couple of rebounds that he got last night. You could you could have slid a, a credit card underneath his sneakers. Yeah, he doesn't jump too much. He doesn't really jump, uh, but he's always in good position. He's Mr. Fundamental. Uh, and I've said it before. He, he reminds me of that guy in the Y League that shows up with the goggles and the you know the gear, and he's there 20 minutes before everybody else, shooting free throws or jump shots or uh, working on his pick. You know how to set a pick. Yeah, the YMCA league, and you're thinking this guy, he's a little off. Uh, get- and then you saw <laughs> see him play, and you realize this guy's really good. Just need to get him to a barber. I think Trevor Lakes looks really. Uh, Trevor Lakes looks a lot better with his haircut. Um, Breidenbach, uh, there's not many guys going around with the mop head, but he still likes it. I don't see. I don't know how you're going to keep if Trevor Lakes shoots like that. I don't, I don't think you're going to be able to take take him out of the lineup. Uh, I noticed the take other, him out of the lineup. I mean, yeah, you mean you got to put him in. Line. Well, you got to. I mean, I don't think it. Well, he's already out of the lineup. Yeah. Uh, but you got to get him. Uh, I think some minutes at least and prove that he can't do it because last year he had the bad shoulder. Uh, and we knew that it was a good sh- shooter coming in because that's kind of what he does. And he's a pretty quick quick release, and he's 6'8". Uh, I just think there are going to be teams that want to make Nebraska prove they can shoot it and play a lot of zone, and then that's a guy that you would put in in that instance. Uh, he's one of the reasons. I mean, there's many reasons that I'm more confident in this team being better. Uh, 
mostly because I don't think they're going to go through seven or eight minutes of just scoreless basketball like they always have before because they have enough options coming off the bench. And there are going to be nights where other guys are not shooting well and he's going to get his opportunity. And if he can take advantage of it, uh, he's going to get more and more minutes. Uh, but right now, I don't think he's in the top nine based on what we saw last night. Yeah, and but I think between him and Casey, you know, you kind of you just have a role there. And I, you remember, you know, going up against Purdue football this week. I remember last year uh, specifically. Um, you know, Purdue has has a, a specialist, a, a Sasha Stefanovic, I, I believe yeah. this is how you pronounce it. But remember, he just came in and drilled six threes, and the game was over. Yeah. And I don't know if if you expect that. You know, I like kind of what you got out of Casey last night, where you got two threes. I think that's kind of what you expect from him yeah. on a game to game basis. But there's going to be certain nights where you know maybe. Maybe Legs can step into that role, but I'm expecting Casey to be it at least at first. Is you know they'll just bury a team <laughs> if um, they get hot. They'll just um, bury a team because there's not much you can do if somebody just keeps drilling. You know, um, five threes in a span of, of twelve minutes right. or whatever, and the game's out of reach. Unless you can't get rebounds. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, that, that really hurt last night. The second opportunities, and that's the one thing that I worry. As Robin did earlier. Uh, Robin Washington of HuskerOnline.com worried a little bit about, you know, second opportunities. It's not something that you always just get better at. And Hoiberg talked about, you know, the need to drill it. And he, he emphasizes it, emphasizes it every day in practice. And that's great. But at some point, you just have to improve your effort to get to those loose balls. And Nebraska just doesn't always look good. And they haven't uh, rebounding the basketball the first three years. And some of it, you can just get taller players. And they have. Uh, but they're not big and strong taller players. They're just taller players. So we'll see. Yeah, and you wonder what what you know what's uh, because Walker is kind of an undersized big, you know, yeah. and he'll fight in there to get rebounds. He'll here. get his share. But it's you know you wonder what you do with the lineup if it becomes that much of a problem because you could you know put Brydenbach start Brydenbach there maybe over with Lat May and with Lat. Yeah, you could go three uh, deep with guys that are yeah, six, or nine you or taller. Move, you yeah. can move him there, or yeah. you know, obviously Eduardo Andre would help in that department if you really uh, if it really becomes that big of a problem. But then you know, it kind of changes what you're doing offensively. So um, a lot of different options, and, and a lot of teams are you know again uh, you know rebounding can be important. But if you're a three point shooting team. Um, you know, if if your whole offense is revolved around that, sometimes you're giving up rebounds. You know, leading the league in rebounds isn't necessarily the goal for you. Um, uh, but it, it can't be too much of a weakness for you either. Uh, not in this league. Not in this league at all. Uh, Fred Hoiberg spoke to the media after the game last night. 97-58, Nebraska easy winner in the second half. It was close for a while, 39-31 to at halftime. But he spoke to the media, and he talked about their approach the next few days, of course, they play again on Sunday. Another exhibition game versus Colorado. Not really. Now, now it's time to go back and watch and, and see where we need to get better. And um, there's certainly going to be a lot of those areas when you go back and watch. There's certain areas I think maybe um, you know it's it's never as good or as bad as you think in, in all areas. So you know, just <clears throat> excuse me, a chance to go out and watch. Uh, and um, you know, I was pleased with their transition. I thought that was better than I think I expected it would have been generally that first time out against other competition you do get exposed that in that area but uh, you know for me it's all about it's the glass you know we got to stay in front of the ball better and we have to finish possessions off with a rebound and we got it off we had, and we had pace uh, you know we got great possessions we were very efficient uh, offense Fred Hoiberg here are you set on the top group yet 
Uh, I mean, again, we, we've got 12 days to figure that out. Um, but uh, uh, one, the best thing about tonight, everybody that had their name called made a contra- positive contribution out there. In some ways, the the last group in the game was the best in many ways. Yeah, we had to leave, and I, I thought there was no way they were going to get close to 100. You know, we had to leave to come back to do the postgame show. Um, so we left with maybe six minutes left, and they just they went off. Yeah. Uh, this is Fred Hoiberg talking about, are you able to bring – uh, experience uh, from from off the bench. It's a great luxury to have, and you know I can't tell you how much I appreciate those guys. We have conversations with everybody in our roster going into this game, just about roles and, and how important it is to accept it. Um, those guys, they're going to play a big role on our team. There's no doubt about it. Uh, what exactly it is right now, I, I still don't know, and we've got 10 days, 12 days to figure it out before we open up our season, but you know, the biggest thing that I always appreciated as a player was honesty and, and transparency from my coach and, uh, and always be ready when your name's called. It's going to be. This thing's a marathon. You know, this thing isn't a sprint. So our guys need to be ready, uh, but those guys will play big roles on this team. There's no doubt about Maybe that. Maybe mostly referring there to Kobe Webster, who didn't play until the final 10 minutes of the ball game, but that group did play pretty well despite the fact that Obviously, Peru State had gone deep to their bench as well. Uh, this is Fred Hoiberg talking about Bryce McGowan's only four points in the performance last night. I thought Bryce, you know, his shots were all right there. I thought they looked good. I, I, I liked I liked how he hunted those shots. Uh, it's good to see him get out and transition and, and, and get the dunk. Uh, but, you know, he's such a gifted offensive player. Those shots are going to fall. And, uh, you know, I, I thought he had good looks, and, and I thought he had good rhythm and tempo. They just didn't fall. Uh, here's Fred Hoiberg talking about what they need to work on. It's good good to have an exhibition game so you can work on some stuff. No, no doubt about it. It's these these games are so important to ex- to show what you need to work on and expose you in certain areas. And certainly the glass was the biggest one uh, tonight where we did get exposed. And then when we got again, we did turn them over. I want to say 14 times in the first half. Uh, but when we didn't get it in those gambles, it, re- it led to open shots. And, you know, as, as we continue to play against better competition, uh, you have to stay solid. We talk all the time about solid being good enough. So we just got a little bit uh, too aggressive out there. Uh, but, again, I, I, I was really pleased for the first time out uh, just the way that our guys shared the ball and, and played on selfish basketball. Obviously, he did not start the game, but when Alonzo Verge came in, it had a dramatic effect. This is Hoiberg talking about Alonzo Verge and how does the game change when he comes in? Well, again, he just <clears throat> his ability to play all over the floor uh, defensively. I thought he was very solid on the ball. He, he, he provided great ball pressure for us at, at the um, uh, at the head of the snake. Uh, and then from an offensive standpoint, if, if if you find a way to get open and keep your spacing and keep your movement, he's going to find you. And you know, Derek had great roles to the rim. I thought he and Wilhelm had good moments out. There there Eduardo I was really pleased how Eduardo came off the bench and and performed for us as well you know one thing about tonight again we've got 12 or 13 that certainly you can make an argument to get on the floor and get minutes and be in the rotation and those guys that played the last 10 minutes were phenomenal they were great on the bench they were positive and when they got their chance and and their name was called they they went in there and made an impact Fred Hoiberg on uh Peru and how they gave Nebraska a test physically. Yeah, for, first of all, I, you know, I give a lot of credit for Peru State coming in here and, and uh, giving us a good test, especially in that first half. I thought they came in with uh, uh, with a great aggressiveness. Uh, they really tested us off the bounce. Uh, I thought we got a little too aggressive at times. 
defensively, which uh, a couple gambles, which led to rotations, and, and obviously they took advantage and, and made their open shots. Uh, you know, when we played solid, I thought we did a good job of, of contesting. Uh, first half defensively, transition <clears throat> was very good. Um, and then the second half, they exposed us on the glass. And, you know, that's going to be my big theme all year long is, is, is physicality and, and as the length and athleticism <clears throat> continue to go up starting on Sunday, we're going to have to grow in that area if we want to have a great uh, season. Uh, from an offensive standpoint, I thought we played very unselfishly. And you look at the assisted turnover numbers, 25 to 9, that's a great sign uh, for us and for our team. And if we can duplicate that and keep that going all year, then we're, we're, we're definitely going to have a chance. What you notice when the first five are in there, the defensive effort is just better. They're better defensive players, especially with Trey McGowan's and Alonzo Verge in the game, and Derek Walker, I think, would fall into that category as well. But this is uh, Fred Hoiberg talking about Trey McGowan's defending at the top. Yeah, I, you know, I think he and Alonzo both are certainly capable of defending. I mean, Trey, we're going to have to put on the best wing a lot of times as well. Uh, he's just such a versatile defender, and, uh, you know, he's so aggressive out there. That's the one thing, you know, I know I talked about gambling at times, but I don't want to take away Trey's instincts. He's such a, a very he's such a great instinctive defensive player, uh, so you don't want to take that away uh, from those guys. But uh, you know Trey will guard one through four for us this year, and if you know we get in a bind, we may throw him on a five in front of him and and try to frustrate him. But yeah, I mean Trey, when he gets into you and starts the offense all the way up the floor, the other team's offense, you know that that certainly puts him on their heels. Yeah, he's definitely Nebraska's best defender. The best player though might be. Alonzo Verge. One more thought from Fred Hoiberg. Verge not starting in the game last night. Yeah, just the decision I made tonight. Um, you know, obviously he started in the second and, um, you know, would, would think that he will start on Sunday. But when uh, you're absolutely right, when he went in there, the game completely changed with our pace. And I thought he made simple plays. Uh, got Derek, I want to say, four consecutive layups and, and got uh, uh, Keon, I believe, an open three. Uh, he just has great command and he's got a great presence out there. Can get into the paint. I thought he really made good, smart, uh, simple decisions once he got in there. Uh, anything stand out for you? Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that the, the defense, especially that you're talking about from um, the backcourt of, of Nebraska's starting group, is just going to be fierce. It's going to be frustrating. And, and, you know, maybe that's something that uh, Trey McGowan's can kind of focus on. I know maybe it's, it's probably something he does focus on is um, kind of being that defensive specialist. He always, he always had to guard the best player last year. Probably have to do it again, but it's going to be frustrating when you combine him and Verge as kind of those pesky defenders um, and, and, I just love the idea of Trey, you know, kind of um, playing full court defense and wearing those guys down uh, and maybe allowing Alonzo to play half court defense and kind of run the offense. There's not many better on ball defenders, I don't think, in the entire Big Ten than Trey McGowan's. He's just a lockdown defender and he he loves it. You can tell that he really likes and embraces that role. Uh, If there's one thing, and I pointed this out, I guess, when we went on the air around 11 o'clock. Uh, the one thing that I really love about this team is I don't see a lot of 10-minute scoring droughts. And I'll say that, and, and it'll happen. It'll happen at some point during this this, <laughs> this year because there, there's other great teams that are, have great defense. How about five-minute scoring uh, droughts? Ten I, I, minutes I would is say, really yeah. rough. I mean, it's been that. It's, you've seen those. Oh, I know. Uh, you've seen those with Nebraska basketball. Maybe they get two, four points, something like uh, in a 10-minute period. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's just it's it gets painful. Even from some of the better Tim Miles teams, that happened from time to time because they weren't a good shooting team. And now that they're obviously a better shooting team, 
Now, there's sometimes a difference between being a good shooting team and making shots. Yeah, getting open looks. It uh, doesn't always happen. It hasn't always happened for Nebraska. But this, I just see too many offensive weapons for that to happen for consistently more than five minutes. I, I just think you're going to, to be able to get to the line. Alonzo Verge, Trey McGowan's can both do that. And then when they get there, they're going to make them. Uh, and then you've got enough guys like Casey Tamanaga uh, that can knock down shots. I, I, I think that... Obviously, uh, Lat Mayon doesn't always do it, but he can do that at a pretty high level when he when he's uh, in a rhythm. Uh, Keon Edwards is a guy that excites me. I think that Wilhelm Bradenbach can make shots. Uh, so you've got enough guys that if they're on the floor and they're playing for Hoiberg, chances are they can make the shot. Um, some better than others, but that's what I feel good about. What I don't feel great about is the offensive uh, rebounding, defensive rebounding, rebounding in general. I just I think that's going to be a problem that's just not going to go away anytime soon. Yeah, and you know if you had a complete team that was good at everything, you'd probably feel a lot better. Yeah. But uh, you know then that team would probably be you know a top fifteen type of team coming into the yeah. season. So most teams have have their flaws and and you know have their uh, approaches to the game that's going to take away from certain categories and rebounding is going to be a weakness for this team. There's no doubt about it, but um, you know, they, they've, they've got a lot of options, which is the biggest thing to be excited about. Um, you know, there's uh, you know, I've mentioned it several times that the, the, the Tim Miles last team had about four guys and then after that they didn't have anybody and then Copeland goes out and now you have three guys and, and so, uh, you know, there's a lot of options here to uh, to kind of change in, in, in coaching and in game planning. You know, you can switch maybe maybe this tonight KC doesn't look like he'd be a great fit out there, or, or this yeah. night uh, maybe uh, you know you need Edward or Andre out there, so you're gonna have have that, and that's that's not uh, something that most teams have. Right. So they can't mix and match like this team can. No. Uh, the problem is, and Hoiberg has talked about it, uh, narrowing this, that group down to eight, because I I don't dismiss the guys that are beyond eight or nine. I mean, Eduardo Andre was tenth if you're if you're scoring at home. Yeah. I mean where when he came off the bench. Kobe Webster maybe eleventh or, or you know in that conversation. Trevor Lake certainly uh was one of the last guys in. And Kawan McPherson I think could be a decent basketball player at the at the Big Ten level. Uh but you can't please everyone. Uh so you can't play everyone. You can't play thirteen guys. It's gonna be tough in some nights to play more than seven or eight uh to without thinking about nine or ten. So I think it'll iron itself out but not everybody's going to be happy, and, and you wonder about the guys that do have to sit on the bench. Uh, sometimes that's been a problem. They can become uh, not happy. Well, they um, want to play. But <laughs> I, I, I don't think there's a big danger with these guys, these personalities. They seem like good teammates. Well, I'm still expecting a few transfers. It's college basketball. Yeah. This is what happens. Yeah. And if you're not getting playing time, you, you want to look somewhere else and, and go out and get it. But, um, you know, it, it isn't something that I worry about too much for that, you know, that rotation, that top rotation. It, it, it just is what it is. It's, it's a good problem to have. You have, yeah. you have an, you know, enough guys that would normally fall into a rotation. Um, there's going to be a few guys that... They might like in, in angry or, or you know not happy or whatever is it's probably not the way to word it anymore. Yeah. It's just guys want to play, yeah. and we've moved on from this society of you play for your team yeah. and everything's given yeah. up for the team and kind of individual. But that's that's what it should be in my mind. These guys, you have one chance to play four yeah. years at, at in college. Um, I don't know why you you know I, I get the idea of sitting and learning and getting better and all that, yeah. and and there are still guys out there like that. But for yeah. for other guys, you know, you have your one chance. You, yeah. You're not going to get it again go out go out and find a place to play what i'm saying is that i think the guys that are currently buried i uh, know is the eighth ninth tenth eleventh twelfth guy 
uh, those guys have an opportunity, and I think you're going to see some changes, some flip-flops in what we perceive to be the seven best or eight best or nine best guys out there. I think it could change. Oh, yeah. I think the starting five could change uh, and will change. Uh, it'll change Sunday. <laughs> it'll change. Yeah, it'll change again Sunday because uh, Alonzo Verge isn't sitting on the bench again. No. Uh, he's playing. Uh, he's the best basketball player currently. Best basketball player currently that I see on that roster. And just think about this. Delano Banton left, and they they got Alonzo Verge, and they got better. Uh, yeah. They got a little lucky with that one. I mean, that's, that's, it's fortunate that you always have options, and I think Matt Abdelmousi does, and he's a high-level recruiter, so he always has an idea of where he's going when something happens because he anticipates it. But that's a pretty good anticipation right there to get uh, what I see as being the best player on this team. Well, and it's not saying a whole lot that they'd be a lot less without him, but uh, I, I, I mean, I think Banton, um, as good as he is, and he's more of you know more for that NBA system um, than he is particularly for this system to be the kind of the primary ball handler. Uh, they, they, that's a significant upgrade in my mind because um, Banton, I, to me, just kind of. Um, Fits um, in with kind of the other right. guys, and you don't have that the the, the um, kind of the the guy that um, I expect to lead the team in assists and in points, um, and um, so I think that that's huge. I, um, I I do wonder maybe he's comfortable coming off the bench. He was um, the sixth man of the year in the Pac-12. Maybe yeah. he requested, hey, I I, I just want to come off the bench. Yeah, and we said last night uh, they lost to Delano Benton, the NBA player, and they got the better college player, yeah, uh, Alonzo Verge. So. You you want fewer NBA players, obviously, on this roster. Yeah, that's enough NBA players. Yeah, we don't want we don't want a lot of guys that play in the NBA because Alonzo Verge is obviously better. All than we've Delano been complaining ben. about for twenty years is more NBA players. As soon as we no, get one, we're happy no, no, he's no. gone because we, we, we got the next. No, guy. Yeah, we need a college player because uh, it's point guard, baby. Yeah. Um, let's get to break and come back with more. It's Tom and Bach. Download our app by searching ninety three point seven a ticket in your app store. To stay in touch and listen all day long, wherever you are, this is Tom and Bach. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.